everybody. Bob for here in the chilly snake pit of Columbus, Ohio. Elliott has the first down and more. And Elliott's going to have a touchdown. Samuel cuts it back. Ohio State wins. Stroud in trouble. And Stroud is sacked again. Oh, go. There's nothing quite like the game. Michigan versus Ohio State. The game of the day. The game of the year. The game of the decade. Call it what you will. This is the rivalry. Sponsored by Elevated Integrity Construction. This is the Rivalry Podcast. Jace, JP, your garbage-free sports podcast focused only on the Ohio State-Michigan football rivalry. Big thanks to our friends at Elevated Integrity Construction for sponsoring the podcast this season. If you're doing uh, design, construction, home build, church build, not only do they do the construction, the design element as well, which is a huge part of it. If you have got a project to go with integrity, it's elevatedintegrity.com. ElevatedIntegrity.com. We are super grateful to them for sponsoring the Rivalry Podcast Season 4 because somehow we're still allowed to do this. We're still not paying for the um, ad-free version of this pinwheel, and we also have Microsoft Teams. So, so this it. is starting <laughs> off, well. Starting off strong. You know? let's, let's spin let's see that what it wheel. Lands on. It's going to be interesting regardless. Again, follow us uh, on Twitter at RivalPod. Instagram, uh, 104.9 The River. I'm just waiting. I mean, maybe this is the week where it spins forever and ever, because normally it's already Wouldn't done that be by cool? now. <laughs> Keep us on our toes. All right. Favorite player, past or present? All right. Is this on... We've done... This, we've had this before, think, but is it on our teams? I think... On the can, other team? It could be whatever. I think, for me, this week, oh, I went... Man. This week, I went Michigan. Okay. You go first. You've gone, I don't want you've to gone Ohio State before, so okay. I want to hear. I want to hear your Michigan people too. I guess. I mean, I, how do you not go with, unless you have a favorite uh, Wisconsin or I don't. Maryland? Sure, don't. Which I just assume. I mean, I, uh, how how do you not go with JJ McCarthy? How do you not go with your favorite you're going present 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 player present player? Okay. Let's all calm down. Yeah, how do you not go JJ for your favorite present player? Okay. You know what? I'll even throw a pass in there. I think it's probably Aiden Hutchinson. Okay. Okay. Mike Hart would be a, a good contender as well. Okay. Hart, okay. And we'll buy that. I used to hate how much I loved watching him because he was the exact kind of running back I loved back then. Yeah. Of like he was not scared. He was a big, small dude, like muscular. He'd run through low to the he ground. Was, yeah, low to the ground. Just a tough, hard nosed running back. He was my favorite. Um, present. <laughs> The deep sigh of frustration is really what this podcast I, is all about. There are some that I like. I don't know if I'm like a huge fan and partly because I think they're good. But Blake Corum, super exciting player. I like Ronnie Bell. I'm rooting for him. I'll, I'll throw that's him a in good, there. That's a good choice. I'll throw him in that's there because of all the struggles that he's gone through. I just want to see the dude go out and play the game that he loves. Oh, he will. Don't you worry. Mark your calendars for I late didn't November. I play well. I just said play. By the way, when you mentioned Mike Hart, obviously a uh, running back coach at, at Michigan now, but you know who who reminds me of Mike Hart is Mayan Williams. Yeah. Watching him 
watching that kid run and obviously that becomes a big factor with uh whatever's going on with Trivion Henderson right now and question uh his questionability for moving forward right now but but watching Mayan Williams run reminds me of watching Mike Hart circa mid 2000s no fear low dude big dude will barrel through you loves the contact loves the contact just doesn't care they're not trying to be shifty or anything like that they're just running right through you and I love it all right, let's let's go ahead and jump in then. Uh, you want to start with Michigan or Ohio State? Let's start Michigan. Okay, I've got a couple of things for you. First off, I just want to say I called it last week. If you listened on the podcast, you called what? I said you should not play both McCarthy and McNamara because you can't not do that. You, you absolutely could. And look what happened. You go in there, you're playing UConn, and you risk a very capable starter. If McCarthy goes down, that is huge, a huge blow. Listen, now you're not, Michigan. you're not going to not play your QB two in this game. I would absolutely. You, I would have said you might as well sit you, in the stands. I mean, you could say the same thing about starting McCarthy. You could say, Hey, try Alex Orgy out there. Let him play just in case he gets, like, they would have won anyway. I understand that they would have won. Okay. As an aside, I've got to share this. She's not here. I don't think she'll mind me sharing this. I have a friend. It's my wife who for the longest time did not realize that UConn was University of Connecticut, but was picturing UConn, Y-U-K-O-N, like the abandoned territory up in Canada. And she was confused how they had a football team when nobody lives there. I'm sure they do. The Yukon Husk. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, yeah. I mean, a, a freak injury for McNamara Harbaugh saying he's expecting him out. I've Just seen as few, few weeks, as two yeah. weeks, maybe three weeks. Uh, backup quarterback could be. It's likely going to be Davis Warren. Um, but, but again, you saw that some of the quarterback depth where Alex Orgy could be in there. I think technically Bowman and Warren are, are technically listed as the QB three right now. I think Davis Warren has looked really good. So Michigan will not have Michigan yeah, will not have say, any last week, depth chart issues moving I would forward not there, risk it. but they've got a lot of talented guys there where these are guys that could be playing other division one schools and battling it. And out. luckily when you're playing the strength of schedule that you guys are playing, you could throw in whatever quarterback you wanted and it's not going to matter. So Do you want to talk about this? <laughs> you want to talk about this? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, that's fine. Can I just say, <laughs> can we talk about this? He, yes. Let me hear your opinions. Before, but before I give your opinion, let me speak. Jace begins. Michigan right now has the easiest strength of schedule in all of division one football false. We have 130th of 131. Uh, it is 131 out of 130th. I thought Florida International had it. You know what? I'm missing, we're <laughs> the missing fact the point. that you said we're that missing proves the point my here. point significantly <laughs> right. more than Do, you think. Would you, you, you like to hear yours. some thoughts on this? Absolutely. I agree with you. I think it's an absolute travesty. The out of conference schedule playing Utah state and Louisiana Monroe and Austin Pete. Hold on. Sorry. That's Alabama's out of conference schedule. That's my bad. Well, uh, I knew. Sorry. SEC here it is. I found it. I found it. Uh, South Carolina, Louisiana tech and something called Furman guys. That's Clemson. That's Clemson's out of conference. Let that's my bad. This is my point is that here's these other top five programs that have horrific out of conference. And you know which one we hear about? It's Michigan. Clemson. Do you know where Clemson ranks on strength of schedule? 122nd. 
but you haven't heard that, have you? No, because the media just decides, let's just talk about Michigan's terrible. By the way, how about Ohio State beating up on Toledo and Arkansas State and a Notre Dame team that's one and two because they accidentally beat Cal at home? Get out of here with this talk about Michigan's out. No, it's not a good out of conference schedule. Look around at the big boys that are playing right now, who they're playing. The SEC does this every year. Ohio State has notoriously played Miami, Ohio, and Youngstown State. While Michigan has gone to Notre Dame, to Utah, they open with Alabama. You miss me with it. All I'm saying is two wrongs don't make a right. You can go ahead and you can say, <laughs> look at what all these other teams do, but it doesn't matter if they are playing bad teams. It just means you're playing bad teams. Would you say two lefts don't make a right, but three do? Reliant K. Wow. What a throwback. <laughs> a deep dive. Yeah. Michigan's uh, out of conference is terrible. I get what you're I saying. But I'm saying they're not the only ones doing this, but yeah, this is all a, I hear. And a about. lot of those, a lot of these uh, power five conference schools like the Ohio State, I mean, Notre Dame, everybody thought would be it was it was a top five matchup to start the year. We've learned since Notre Dame's probably not that good. I still believe that they will probably finish the season ranked. It'll still be a quality win. It won't be to the level that people thought. Yeah, I mean, you're 100% right when it comes to Arkansas State and even Toledo. Like, these are bad yeah, teams. they're bad teams for sure. But, man, the, the serious question, though, is what do you actually take away from these games? These games Because you are playing some of the worst teams in Division One football. And then, yeah, I mean, you're winning 59 to nothing. But do you take it with a grain of salt because you're going, yeah. well, the level of competition isn't really I think, that good. I think you do. I think you do. I mean, I think it's a fair question to go as we open Big Ten play this week. Michigan's favorite. I think the line right now is 16, 16 and a half, somewhere yeah, in there. It is currently um, uh, 17 Michigan. Okay. So uh, three scores, uh, Michigan over Maryland, which, by the way, was the spread for Ohio State Notre Dame. That's interesting. Hmm. Anyway. My point being, yeah, I think you have to take it with a grain of salt because will playing weaker competition, because there's no doubt it's a terrible out of conference. Yeah. Will playing weaker competition <laughs> unravel <laughs> much like as weak that. As the tape that's holding up. The, the, Man, the we Michigan even double taped it this time. Just goes Oof. to show you that expanded playoffs going to really help. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, so Maryland's Maryland's not great, but Maryland's got a really good offense. Talia yeah. Tagovailoa and the, the offense there going to be a, an issue I think will Michigan win I think they will but will you see half the game of the defense trying to make adjustments to a good mobile quarterback I think so would you see it as much if they had played a better out of conference maybe I think you'd still see it but probably not as much so I, yeah I do think it you take it with a grain of salt what gets me though is that Ohio State will beat Toledo and put up 77 points on a terrible football program but the talk will be, look how dynamic and phenomenal this Ohio State offense is. And they are very good. Michigan will beat UConn by 60 and people go, no, it's UConn though. That, that's the disparity and the, I feel like it's. But I think Toledo would probably beat UConn. Oh, I think Toledo would be. Well, because by, Toledo's by got numerous, an offense. By numerous Toledo touchdowns. has an offense with a pulse. So, so yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. There's an old garbage bag I saw floating through the parking lot that could probably take UConn to overtime. <laughs> okay. But that's just the reality. Harsh words. I mean, it, it is what it is, though. So, yeah. So, I think for, for Michigan this week, as you look at Maryland, I think Tagovailo is going to be an issue. I think they will score some points. Maryland's defense is trash. I yeah. think I think Michigan's offense is still, awful. Michigan's defense is still good. 
But similar to the questions I've asked about Ohio State, how good are they? I don't know yet. I think we're going to find out at least a decent amount this week. Um, offensive wise, I, I don't think Michigan will have much if much issue. Um, McCarthy will will obviously get the start. I expect to see Davis Warren maybe late in the game, depending on how lopsided it gets. So I'm assuming you're you're going blowout. I mean, but not define blowout. I have three four, three plus scores. I think yeah, forty two to twenty. Okay, yeah, I, would I, I think I think, that I, think a marginable I think victory. twenty points. I, I think you cover. I think you cover, and then a little bit. 20 points for a good Maryland offense, but I don't think I don't think by third quarter you really touch Michigan. Okay. What do you, what do you okay. got there? I think I I'm in the same boat as you a little bit. I think um this is kind of the first real test. I say that lightly because like you said Maryland's defense is atrocious. They allow like 450 plus yards a game. It's not going to be good. Thank Mich- you. Michigan, yeah, Michigan's defense is very very good but it's also hard to say because we're gonna learn a lot about them yeah today this weekend is gonna be a lesson you're gonna see okay michigan's defense is playing a very high-powered offense tagovailoa is an exceptional player yeah they've got a wide receiver that's good some running back that's doing well this year i agree with you that i think they are going to be tested but i'm i'm the same way as you i just don't think at the end of the day they can't hang with michigan michigan's offense is too explosive I'm saying 38 to 20 Michigan. That's not bad. Speaking of things that can't hang, that flag's about to go all the way there. Um, yeah, I, I think this is the type of test, and and hopefully I don't regret saying this, but this is the type of test that you want. You get to test out. You, your offense will likely still cruise. Your defense will get a very good test. But I don't think that you will be in any danger of losing. Yeah. Right? At the end, at yeah. the end of the day, at least on paper, you shouldn't be in danger of losing this game. You get a test, and it's kind of a you get the study guide ahead of time a little bit. Um, and I think really it's kind of the the same thing for Ohio State. It's not just a game; it's the game. You're listening to the rivalry on Twitter at RivalPod. On Twitter at RivalPod or on Instagram at 1049 The River. Go ahead and give us your score prediction for the Michigan game, the Ohio State game. Uh, chance to win a $25 Amazon gift card. Can use that to buy whatever you want for your favorite football based podcast. Maybe you can buy UConn a defense. Maybe you could buy us some tape a, or a, a new flag yeah, that we hang the flag could up. actually hang on to. Uh, but yeah, but I, I think same type of thing you're going to see from Ohio State where I don't think Ohio State's. Uh, I don't think that Ohio State's defense will be terribly tested, but I think the offense might be. I think you've got a good defense from Wisconsin, um, and I'm curious to see what you think about this matchup coming up. Yeah, this one is kind of tricky. Um, I took away this past weekend some stuff about Ohio State's defense. I think you saw a huge flaw, and it's hard to say when you look at the score and you go, <laughs> right. 77 or whatever, you know. You, you look at that and you go, they didn't struggle at all, but man... When you go in there um, and you've got Daquan Finn, who was just Duke ball. out. Absolutely. I mean, the dude was the offense for the Rockets. And I think that showed a little bit of what people might have been afraid of for Ohio State's defenses. If you have any sort of mobile quarterback <laughs> back there, yeah. it's going to cause some problems. And I just think Toledo didn't have the playmakers to get it done. Yeah. But if you play a team that's got that and then they have playmakers around him, Calm down. Calm down. 
get your strength of okay, schedule up, fine. and then that's we'll fine. have. That's fine. And we'll so see. I think that can be a little bit of trouble. The yeah. offense is. Ex- this was the first game where they looked exactly like what I think they are. Yeah, they are who we thought they were. There you I go. Mean, Thank you for that. It's. Yeah, they were dominant. I mean, a, the defense is a Jekyll and Hyde situation. Yeah. They would have these three and outs. I'd go, okay, they're doing exactly what you'd expect them to do. And then you'd look down field and go, that man is wide open. Yeah, the secondary that is, man is not... wide open. There goes that man again. Like, it's just, I, I'm curious what they will do again. I don't think Wisconsin's a dynamic offense. Yeah. They do one thing and they do it really well, and that's run the ball. Braylon Allen is, is a full grown man. They are going to try to Hassan Haskins, this Ohio State defense. So if you want to find out whether or not this Ohio State run defense is good, this is here's your opportunity because that's all Wisconsin's going to do. 100%. So I think at the end of this, I think it'll be a similar situation to you guys versus Maryland. I have the final score 38-24 Buckeyes. I think that offense is just too good. I, I know Wisconsin's got a good defense. I could ultimately see see this being a lower scoring game. But man, right now it just seems like Ohio State's offense is clicking, even without Smith and Jigba. They just got Julian Fleming back. Yeah, this and good to see. Game, good to see both of those guys yeah, out there for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, for at least a little bit. You got Henderson that got pulled. Um, Ryan Day actually said it was. I think it's more of a precautionary thing. He they said it was an injury that he's been dealing with. So I think they kind of thought we're already up forty points at this point. We're not going to put him back in and risk it. I expect him to play. We don't know if that's one hundred percent going to happen. But last game, they had three receivers go over 100 yards. They are just clicking on all cylinders. After a, a kind of weird first game with CJ, he's seeming to be his Heisman style. He settled self. down a, quite a bit. Yeah, granted, the competition is there that you look at and you go, oh, I mean, it's come on now. It's Toledo. 77 and points State. is still 77 points. I'll give you touch, that. Throwing five touchdowns and, and doing it as efficiently as he did is impressive. I expect the offense to still go out there and put some points up. I just don't think Wisconsin... I don't, I don't think they've got playmakers that can really get it done. Well, let me throw this at you. So already mentioned Braylon Allen at running back, and I think he could yeah. be an issue. Wisconsin's defense has eight turnovers in three games, seven interceptions. This is a really, really good defense. And so it's, it's a, I'm going to step out. I'm going to step out Here in faith. Is. His genius pick is already, it's going to be, well, he will say genius pick, but can I finish reclaiming my time? 38, 21, Ohio state, Ohio state is still, <laughs> even was Ohio that? State. I just want to see how you'd respond. I just wanted to get a rise out of you. Uh, Ohio state is still very good. Wisconsin. I just, they play such a, a slow paced game. They lost 17, 14 to wazoo. You ain't going to beat Ohio state scoring 14 points. So, I just I, I feel like that's that's their game plan is going to be the long methodical drives. I just don't think they've got enough to keep up with the offense. I think it, Ohio State's just too much, too much for them. Thirty eight twenty one again at Rival Pod or on Instagram at one oh four nine the river. JP, I can't believe that despite their best efforts. Rutgers to the Rose Bowl is still a relevant Let's segment go. on this podcast. Uh, weren't they? They were favored by what? Thirty. It was like Temple? 17. Okay. Well, they did everything in their power to lose I, that football game. I was sweating the entire time. Um, I actually wasn't even able to watch it because we had an event for the station. So I was scrambling through my phone constantly. The uh, internet there was garbage. And so <laughs> I had to actually call our president here and say, can you please look on your phone and tell me what the score of this game is? You didn't call me. 
Because you would have made fun of me. Or yeah, you I would have. And I, which is I'm why upset I don't. that you didn't give me that <laughs> opportunity. You would have said, oh, they're losing by 30 and had me freaking I out for have. hours. Yeah, it would have been so a lot of fun. I went with a reliable source. That's Shout fair. out to Bill. That's he came fair. through in the clutch. And he let me know that Rutgers to the Rose Bowl is still alive and well, despite, like you said, man, they were trying. So does that change? They're 3-0. They struggled with Temple. You you were just real into the game against Iowa this week, talking about how it's basically a guaranteed win and you can't wait to come into the shoe undefeated. You are uh, <laughs> seven-point dogs. Seven-point dogs. Not, as, not that bad if you would have watched any of to, our seasons. Tell me in 30 seconds. Do you have a chance against Iowa? Do we have a chance? Yes. Will, Will you it? win? Because you you talked a big <laughs> game last week. You know what? I'm sticking with my boys from Jersey. Let's I, keep you it keep chopping. Doing this and I don't keep it chopping. Fruit Shiano ninjas. Fruit boys. ninjas. Fruit Shiano ninjas. Shiano and the boys from Piscataway. It's a night game. Every single time they've got a night game, they play way better than I expect them to. Iowa is trash. Rutgers going undefeated into Ohio stadium next week. You heard it right here. That is absolutely falling after I said that, which is a bad omen, a bad omen. That's Rutgers chances. Uh, I actually think they may, I actually think they will win this game. Let's go. But here's what I'm saying. Uh, to watch Iowa and Rutgers play each other. Stop. You have me at, here. At Don't night. bring me here. The reason that they are playing this as a night game is because they have to put it late in prime time after children have gone to bed so that the kids can't watch it. That's how bad this is going to be because they're going to win by so much. No, because no, this game will end like 13 to 12. Hey, we scored 12 points. That's a dub. No, no, you're going to have 13. Did you, are you not listening to the picks that I made? I don't trust what you're going to tell me. Rutgers to the Rose Bowl is somehow still alive. Uh, for at least another week, and then you go play Ohio State, and we'll just see what happens there. Um, we we like to end this with uh, what I've started calling stupid or genius, uh, the upset picks of the week. Someone, and it's hard to remember <laughs> at this point who, said His that... It starts with a J and ends with Ace. Said that Nebraska, without a head coach, would probably beat the number six team in the country. And I think I turned the game off when it was a 30 point lead for Oklahoma. I don't even know what the final score was. It wasn't good and they did not win. I had this whole dude. I had this whole thing planned where I was going to bring in like an Aldi bag, not a sponsor, bring in an Aldi bag and just halfway through this episode, just reach in and start eating a raw ear of corn. I can't do that now because that just I had this whole prop Probably planned the better. It's fine. It's cool. We're going to play that song <laughs> underneath it too. It's fine. Couldn't uh, imagine a more beautiful thing. Nebraska is not good. Uh, what are your upset picks this week? Cause I've got, I've actually got, I've got two. I'm a little nervous about this because okay. we've done three weeks and I feel like each week we've rotated because yeah. the first week I thought Florida would win la- la- the last week. Who was it that you thought Appalachian state would be? Yeah. And yeah. then this week you were wrong. I was right. I thought Washington would beat Michigan. State. So in the words of uh, Ohio state veteran wide receiver, uh, Roy Hall, this is my time. So I think this week, maybe I, okay. I, I think this week and I guess it depends. This is another question. What do you consider an upset? Because last week you gave me a hard time because because you Washington, picked Washington. Washington was favorited three point. The line was basically even. So and you, you go, pick was one team ranked number 11 in the nation and the other team unranked. Can we just just for a second? Can we just take a little Zen Basque moment? The fact that Michigan State 
got just beat up by Washington, dropped like <laughs> completely out. out of the right. Can we just. Feels good. Cause this is something all, all sides of the rivalry can get behind. What's your pick? What's uh, your upset pick? I've got three and oh, Iowa state beating number 17 Baylor. That's an upset. I'll take that. Thank you. I'll take that. Uh, give me, I actually, so I picked two. I actually took Rutgers as plus seven. I didn't know if you would consider that. I, I yeah. I mean, you know, I'm all in. Plus that. Here's the, here's the one that is r- the real, like stupid genius pick that will, I'll probably feature on Twitter this week. Give me wake forest over Clemson. I almost went there. Clemson is going to wake. It's a, I believe it's a new, don't quote me on this. It's a new, I think it's a noon kick. Um, wake for seven point underdogs. I like wake forest here. I like him at home. I don't think Clemson is all that good. I I like Wake in this one. Taking down the what's Clemson five six something yeah, like that. Like, they're top five. Give me Wake Forest. Demon Deacons, baby. Again, go, much like Blue Devils. Can we say Demon Deacons yeah, on this yeah, station? I don't know, we just man. Did. Figure it out on Twitter at Rival Pod. Thanks for subscribing. Tell a friend. Maybe I don't know. Do whatever you want. Enjoy the games. The Rivalry is a production of River Radio Ministries. Want live updates from the show? Follow us on Twitter at RivalPod for live tweets, score predictions, contests, and more. And make sure to follow us wherever you're listening now for new episodes every Wednesday. And if you like what you're hearing, tell a friend so they can listen too.